Hello, and welcome to Covert Castaway. I'm Holly. Je suis Stéphane. Join us as we share what we learn and how we're making the transition to liveaboard cruising. Hello. In today's podcast, we're going to talk about wintering. It's our second season now wintering, and it's a little different. I feel like we have a lot more to do than we did the first season. Would you say that's true? No. No? (laughs) (laughs) Because you saw the list, and then you're like, oh, it's a lot of things to do. I saw the list and freaked out. I think think probably we had longer lists last year because we... There's certain things that we had to do. We had the lines, for example, but I had to prep them um, for the dock lines. We saw so the uh, springs. Uh, so there were things that we had to do. Like set up things. Last for year, winter. yeah. First yeah. time. So if we were to leave the boat in the water uh, this winter, then those lines would be ready to go. So... But we're not, so... But <laughs> that's in this case, we're doing a whole out. Right. But I don't think the list is longer. Uh, I think we just... Uh, it's just a long list of things to do. But, yeah. But there's some tasks that require an involvement of a third party. So you need to coordinate that. There are tasks that are time-consuming and require, like, two people to make it easier and stuff. And there are tasks that are just you know, checklist, you know, close the hatches, yeah, turn yeah. off the electrical. So it's, it's, uh, it's yeah. a lot, it's a lot to keep track of. So, well, so we, we kinda, have a list yes. that we do, we keep in Trello. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we use Trello a lot. That's how Stefan manages me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, um, so, but we can talk and last winter because we had a shorter season, um, and also we were, um, rushed uh, by the uh, visa, the 90-day limit visa. So last year, we ended up going straight to Porto Montenegro and started the wintering list uh, and at it, the dock. And it took us about a month. Yeah. yeah a month with some We were uh, doing trips, other stuff. With yeah. some social stuff. Yeah. But we took our time, which was good. Yeah. Um, because there are certain things that needed to take time. There are certain things that need to be researched, like uh, wintering the watermaker that was not like straightforward. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was nice to not be under pressure to be like, oh, we have like, you know, three yeah. days or five days. So we could mix social stuff. We could do like you yeah. know, hikes and trips. and uh, But we did this over a period of one month. So this is much more concentrated because we... What we did was we scheduled a haul out because uh, we want to look at the underneath of the boat and, and do some other stuff, which we'll discuss. But also we're and because it's storing... part of our package, like so we have the right in in the um, in the one year contract with Citro Marina, they offer a haul out. So it was it was either we will leave the boat in the one in the water for the winter and then we will haul it out in April. And then do the check and stuff like this. But if we find something, then suddenly like April becomes May and, you know, if you have issues or whatever. So we were able to get to Kashmir now to take us, um, to allow us to haul out. So then in, we're going to do this. So in April, when we come back, 
then it's just a matter of putting the boat in the water. Like we know everything that mm-hmm. would have been checked and resolved if there are any issues. So so it's best. That's right. So I was that's what I was going to say. And then also, in addition to putting the boat on the hard for the winter, um, since it's on the hard, we won't be staying in it for the time that we're doing stuff on it. So mm. it's sort of a more concentrated period of, of time for the work. And then we also scheduled a super fun trip to Cappadocia, which is a, a road trip we're excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's different this season is everything sort of concentrated around, um, you know, maybe a couple weeks versus, you know, a full month of sort of doing stuff. So that's the big picture. Um, the sort of categories that we've organized ourselves in are, you know, things we can do now at Anchor. We're, we're still at Anchor kind of hanging out. Um, although we're, we're, um, dodging some wind gusts and thunderstorms that never came (laughs) in a little bit of rain as the, the weather is definitely changing, but, but still pretty good. It's really beautiful. Yeah. Like. In shorts. Swim trunks yeah. all day. Yeah. And then, um, yeah. so. So it's, hard, it's a little hard for me at least to get motivated because I'm, I'm still in sort of cruising mode, not wintering mode, uh, which is also helpful to look at the list. So the stuff we can do at Anchor, and then there's the things that we can do at the marina before we get hauled out. So it looks like right now we're going to head to the marina roughly a week before we get hauled out. And mm-hmm. so we'll have a week at the marina to do the things that need to get done yeah and before we had scheduled two and a half days yeah so which was possible but more stressful now we'll have time so it's still a lot of stuff and then the third phase is sort of the stuff that we can do once the boat's on the hard and it'll we'll be there with the boat on the hard for about a week uh eight or nine days i think before we leave on our road trip so that's how we've sort of structured the work. Um, do you want to roughly go over just kind of in each phase, a sum, just kind of a high level of, of the some of the things we have to do? Yeah. So as I said earlier, there are some tasks that involve third parties. So this one is easy to start earlier. Uh, so for example, before we get to the marina, before we dock, um, we requested the paper, we did the paperwork for the residency. So that's something that uh, the last piece missing in this is for us to receive the, uh, the residency card. Um, we're also considering doing the yearly health checkup and the dental work, uh, like yearly dental checkup as well, in, in Turkey. Um, so These aren't really wintering the boat things, though. So you, you're just thinking in terms of time frame, things we can get done while we're at anchor? It's not specific to the boat, okay. <laughs> but we're also part of this wintering process, like before we come back home. Wintering our mouths and yeah. our bodies. Well, the resi- <laughs> residency is like getting all the paperwork to make sure we can come back. That's you know? true. So that's uh, um, doing the, um, the health um, Check checkup. Out. It's more because it's more like there is an opportunity to do this. Everybody is raving about it. The, the, the yeah, I definitely want to do another podcast about that. Yeah, so we'll probably dive more into details, but okay, it's so I was talking about for each section. So this one okay. we're talking is before we get to the dock. Um, 
what are things that are involving third parties that you want to coordinate and get get um, get kind of lined up. So the big task before we get to the doc and um, and just back to third parties, um, we scheduled the Volvo work. Yes, so there are different technicians that we need to um, uh, to work with uh, to keep a warranty. Uh, for like, for example, for the engine or for the generator, um, you don't have the option to do it yourself, the servicing. Right. Uh, until I guess the warranty expires, then you can do your own. But if you want to keep that, then you need the Volvo certified uh, stamp in the book. Yeah. Yeah. So, so then we have um, people who are going to come to do to service the Volvo engines while we are at the dock. They're also going to service the Fisher Panda generator. For the outboard, I haven't checked the warranty, but without, okay. Yeah. We, because we initially had two and a half days, we're like, okay, let's get them to do this work. So, And especially where there is no Suzuki um, service in Cash Marina, but you still need to order the parts and stuff. So we thought, well, they take care of it. They service Yamaha, I think. But uh, I looked at the video and um, so we'll let get them to do it. Uh, and yeah. that took you quite a bit of time, just scheduling all that and making sure you understood all the services and everything. I mean, it's it's not like we just schedule a service and show up and they're going to do it. Like, it's a lot of back and forth, you know? Yeah, you're trying to figure out who are the approved service mm-hmm. providers for this type of equipment we have. You know, what do they charge? And in this case, they list uh, the parts. And I said, well, we have some parts on board, so... It's a negotiation. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, after that, there were some, I mean, there's some pricing about, and we agreed like, okay, for the, uh, um, for the engines, it's better to do it in in the water. Uh, But for the uh, cell drive, uh, for the oil change, you know, it's to do it on the dock. So coordinating the dates, Mm -hmm. when the work, what work gets done and when. All these different things, a lot of back and forth uh, by email. And but now I feel like we we have this lined up, mm-hmm. <laughs> so we'll see, and how that works. Mm-hmm. Going back, I think so. Mostly those were the things that we uh, oh yeah. Also for the uh, prop speed, uh, so we need uh, we need that applied to the to the prop uh, after two season. Uh, we need uh, we need that um, done. But then again, you have to order the product. And so since Make we're sure, not spending yeah. like a long period of time in cash, then, you know, kind of also ask them, you know, can you order these? And and the, the cost was reasonable because it's quite a dirty work. And mm-hmm. and we could do this like if we were spending like a month in cash, like we could engage in some of those projects. But because we're choosing to <laughs> go on also, a road trip. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So anyway, all that had to be planned beforehand. So the major work that we can do before we reach the dock it's um basically we leave the main we did we're going to do the same thing we did last winter it worked well we uh, flake the main on the boom and then we add the tarp inside the the main cell bag uh, this way we don't have to remove the main the buttons i mean it's pretty heavy stuff and last year there was no water in it it was well protected and, and in Porto there was a lot of rain and wind so we're going to do the same thing but last year we removed the Genoa uh, which is also 
a little bit involved in the process. Once you've done it once, it's easier the second time. But so we've done that and removing all the lines because now we're like 50 nautical miles away from cash or we'll just motor anyway. Right. So this was a little bit um, work intensive. The rest... You got all that done yesterday. Good job. Yeah. And then the rest is uh, we store our outboard. Well, we have to remove it from the uh, dinghy. And we have a system with a strap and use the end of the boom. So we'll do this also before we get to the marina because we need the space on the side of the boat to do that. We recorded ourselves putting it on back on, I think, last season. That's on a YouTube on our YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. So if you want to see the system of how we lift it on and off in this case, um, you can check that out. Yeah. And then we can start putting some covers. So we, we put back the tent. A little bit because it was supposed to rain, but it'll be easier. Mostly to, for mosquitoes. Mosquitoes too, <laughs> <laughs> and um, but it'll be good to to wash uh, the yeah. clear panels, to wash the tent, and when everything is dry, then we'll remove everything, put it inside. Um, let's see what else do we? Yeah. Uh, and then before we get to the dock, I mean, it's, we have to fill up our diesel tanks. Uh, we leave the tanks uh, full during the winter. We are inclined to put some product to uh, preservative in the diesel tanks because we have a friend who had growth when it, after being in Turkey for the winter, had growth in it. And that means cleaning up all the um, uh, the diesel tanks. It's a big job and dirty job. We so, don't want to do that. So last year we didn't do it. We felt pretty good about the fuel in Montenegro. But this year um, that's something probably we're going to want to do. But we have to top off the diesel tanks and also to pump out uh, before we get to the dock. Yeah. So, so that'll be... A, so those are kind of some of the main tasks. Uh, well, that, and also polishing all the stainless yeah. steel, which is just so much fun. Yeah, <laughs> it is. And then storing, or we store the sails also inside the boat. And those are some pretty big sails, pretty heavy. So we moved that yesterday in a cabin. So it stays well and dry during the, the winter. So that's kind of an overview of the section before we uh, we dock. So that's all the stuff we have to get done before Monday. Pretty uh, much. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. a bunch of little things in there too, but um, those are kind of the big things from that yeah. section. After so tomorrow's that, tomorrow's Sunday, so it's like tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, but we we've done the big ones. Yeah. Um, that uh, and then you need not much wind when you do the sails yeah. and stuff like this. So so yeah, I, I feel lucky. pretty good. So once we get to uh, to the dock and before we haul out, so then we'll have technicians to come on board, as we talked about, for the, the engines, for the generator, for the outboard. So I'm sure that will take some time. I'll probably uh, try to watch what they do, maybe record, learn a few things at the same time. Mm -hmm. So... Um, other things we need to do the water heater uh, so the uh, unit for the heating um, we need to take it apart to check to check uh, if there is any uh, calcification or anything so that's one thing that and there's an anode apparently in there isn't there I did research on that and I didn't see in the documentation that was the rumor there was some anode in our water heater we yeah. had to figure out so I didn't see that okay but. Um, 
then uh, yeah the the whole out um I think I know what we need to do and how I mean most likely those guys know uh where to put the straps and there are stickers on the side of the hull but I want to review that before we do it mm-hmm. um because you don't want to put the strap in the in the wrong place damage something under the boat or yeah worse. and what we've heard about the haul out crane in cash is it it our boat will like barely fit so it's gonna be tight we were told there's not even barely enough space for a fender uh, there is no space for a fender yeah it'll be a it'll be a an inch or two yeah no space for a fender <laughs> yeah so we have well it's scheduled at 9 a.m in the morning hopefully there's no wind yeah so yeah we'll see how all this works out and we're definitely going to videotape that so yeah and then um so there are certain things we need to just review what's important we need to remove the depth sounder uh, so it doesn't get damaged uh before Which is we do always, that. And, and this year i'll clean the bilges after we do that not before we do that yeah uh, we can, uh, yeah, we can do. <laughs> and then the uh, big one, the uh, uh, water maker, the Aquabase water maker has a pretty involved process for motorization. Yeah. yeah. So um, I took some notes last year. I'm hoping it will be easier. And I feel like it took you a couple days, didn't it? Well, I did this over because I was not sure the documentation was not clear. It was yeah. and so now I think I understand the terminology they used, and so yeah. I'm hoping it will it will be a little easier. That's definitely something when we bought the boat and even bought the water maker, we didn't think about looking at how involved the process was because there's others where it's not that involved. Yeah, we had some doc neighbors and they they have a desalator i think the name the brand it's also a french company and don't they just flip a switch or something they were like oh yeah we we do this and it's done and i was like oh really you have been here all day you have to like well no i took more time but to make sure i was doing it right but it's like you have to put a some product in a container and then close yeah. the circuit and for 10 minutes or something run it and then you have to rinse it and then mm. you have to do another thing so you prepare this solution and and then you know you want water that doesn't have any chlorine and last year i had emptied the right tank the first. tanks yeah so now i'd like i needed to get the water to sit overnight so the chlorine evaporates yeah. and you know so anyway like now i know to leave water in the water in mm-hmm. the tank so i can use this for the rains and so it will be easier but um you just many steps so you have to be careful um we'll probably yeah um uh, so obviously we'll wash the boat um the tent as we talked about the cushions um check the air compressor yes that will be um also part of the task we do um, the tent where the davit, um, where the lines, where it goes to the davits, uh, the tent, we need to now make a little cut. So there'll, there'll be, um, if we find somebody who does this type of work. The canvas work, canvas yeah. Canvas work, yeah. We can get this little modification. And, For uh, the lines, yeah. Yeah. Um, gel coat. And there are a couple little things. Um, little hairlines. Yeah, yeah, so uh, we might also take the time to do this. Wash the lines. Um, um, 
the toilets this last year for the tanks, for the black water tanks. We rinsed them off, we put some products, and then we ended up uh, flushing it out. Um, now reading the documentation, they say it's better to leave them full. So obviously rinsing, put some clean water, put some product in there and leave them full for the winter. So that's what we'll do. So we'll do that differently. Um, of course, once, uh, what else? Um, close some vents um, for bugs, anything. So we have a vent that goes into the cockpit for the uh, oven. So we'll need to make sure we close that. And then everything like blocks and tracks, um, rinse this really well with water, lubricate, all that. Uh, that seems like a big job, like because you have to go up the the mast, right? No, 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 no. All the tracks are okay. down there, yeah. Um, so don't the, you have to check all the rigging and everything? Uh, yeah, but that's that's not too bad. Okay. You go up the mast. Okay. And, um, yeah, we'll try to check all the, the rigging, making sure everything is good for, um, for next season. Um, if you find an issue, it's better to get it fixed That's you know, true. the winter instead of like impacting the beginning of your season, yeah. next season. Um, also, yeah, the, uh, the anchor locker, uh, since now we move all the cells, it's a good way to good, give it a good wash, wash and rinse. Yeah. Um, the uh, check the steering system, um, the air conditioning. We haven't used it much, but we've used it a little bit. So all these filters need to be uh, cleaned up and uh, rinsed. Um, then there's the ba basic stuff to check electrical, check plumbing, you know, connections, stuff like this. Mm -hmm. And the washer dryer also to just do a rinse. Um, the fridge. Uh, fridges, freezer, uh, just cleaning. Yeah, I mean, basically all of our personal stuff, all of our clothes and everything gets sealed in vacuum bags. Yeah. Off obviously, all of the uh, food gets thrown away unless it's something that I can vacuum seal. Mm -hmm. I have a vacuum sealer, so I, I do that. We did that with a lot of beans and things like that last last year, and that worked out really well. And then once everything's put away, I wipe down every surface with water and vinegar and um, just make sure everything's super clean, clean out the fridge, clean out the freezer, um, run vinegar in the toilets. And, yeah, I mean, just basically, yeah, that's a lot of work. But, yeah. yeah. But it's worth it because when we came back in April this year, mm -hmm. like you opened the boat. And, and I was, I was, was shocked. Like when, first of all, I was shocked about two things. The first one was we opened the door and I was expecting, you know, an inch of dust and, you know, all this stuff. It, it was, it was pristine. You mm -hmm. know, the, the boat was great. I just had to do a, a light wipe down on all the surfaces and we were ready to go. The second thing I was shocked about is because we had done such a good job wintering the boat, just leaving the dock, like we were ready, lickety split. We were ready to go, you know? So we didn't have a ton of stuff. I mean, we had to put everything back together yeah. in terms of, you know, all of the lines and sails and all that. But for the most part, we did that and we were, we were good to go. We, yeah, because we every engine's a service. I mean, yeah. everything is service. There was nothing and, to do. You know? Well, for the water maker, there is a sure. step to yeah. uh, dewinterize it. But we did this underway. Right. Um, it's so. pretty easy. Yeah. 
So okay, so, so then, then then once we haul out the boat, um, so we talked about the propellers. So apply the prop speed. Um, uh, we'll see. There are some spots uh, where I think the the copper coat has been working great, uh, but there are some spots uh, that uh, probably was where the blocks were, where the boat was. Uh, uh, have you seen heart. those when you've been under? Yeah, you have. And so I want to make sure that we we kind of uh, hmm. okay. patch you know, those, but it's it's not uh, something major. Um, then what else? So obviously we'll do a full check uh, because the boat will be out of the water, like uh, rudders, rudder bearings, uh, you know, seacocks, whatever. All these. Um, We'll uh, rinse the engine with fresh water because this time it'll be on the hard. Last year we had somebody come every win every month uh, to run it for 30, 30 minutes. Run the, yeah, run the so engines. we'll just do a full uh, fresh water rinse, um, and then um, we'll be able to check our chain too, a little bit easier. Yeah. So I don't know if we'll do this will uh, but I, that will be a good opportunity to reverse the chain mm -hmm. um, so you basically disconnect it from the anchor and from the attachment point inside the anchor locker get it all the way on the on the ground and then connect the other side uh, because we have I don't know let's say the first 50 meters of chain that is um, in salt water and the other 50 meter is like sitting in the... It's never left the anchor locker. locker. So yeah. this way, if you do this regularly, I don't know how you can do a rotation, then mm -hmm. the, the chains... And that's easier to do when we're on the hard versus stern two yeah, at the dock. Yeah, I'm not sure yeah. how much it weighs, yeah. 100 meters of 10 millimeter chain, but... That's a lot. So if you put in your dinghy, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it your will, dinghy. <laughs> yeah. You so need, this will be a little easier, just one meter at a time, lower it down or something. I mean, I yeah, okay. lowering down will be easy. It's more after that. <laughs> yeah. Bring it back up, but we can Figure use the windlass. Yeah. Um, well, no, the windlass will require the engine, so I'm not sure if you're. Yeah, I guess no. It might be by hand. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, we can use the the winch. Mm, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. So and also, if we do that, uh, we don't have physical markers on the chain. So obviously, we have the uh, counter like um, for the chain, so we know how much chain we have out, and that seems to be working. It's worked well. pretty well. I don't yeah. know if we need. I don't know. But if we're going to get it on the ground, then Might we can well do it. paint. You know, every ten meters, or uh, or we could add like ziplock. No, the zip ties. Zip ties, and mm -hmm. uh, but then it's not so great for the environment because eventually they they mm -hmm. break. So so that's something we could do. And the rest is basically, I mean, it's it's a bunch of little tasks you just don't want to forget. It's just to turn the main engine switch off, you know, turn the generator switch off the for gas. the battery, yeah. the gas, the you know the. Um, find you know also somebody who's you know who you're going to give the key to that might come check the boat once in a while um i mean i don't see what the issue will be but you know you might want yeah. to have them uh, it uh, just gave i mean we had a reason to do it last season because the boat was in the water and we needed someone to come and start the engines anyway 
in in Montenegro and the guy we had was amazing and he would send us 49 pictures every time he came to the boat and it just made you feel like when you're really far away like okay mm. the boat's fine and he was there at the marina every day anyway so you know you feel like someone's got an eye on on things and um that worked out well and then he washed it once a month so even when we came back he had it washed before we showed up yeah. so that was that was like awesome mm -hmm. so you're not walking onto a completely filthy on the outside boat yeah, yeah. okay so is that kind of the uh, yeah i forgot the uh, the winches uh, needs to be serviced also uh so we have one two three four winches three lumar one harken um so we'll do this at the dock because it's a little messy and i don't want to be doing this on the boat <laughs> Um, so all the parts, I mean, yeah, so, so we'll do this while we're at the dock, um, and before the whole out, hopefully. So I think that's, that's about it. There's plenty of other little things, but we'll post this. Yeah, we can easily just post the checklist on our blog and, um, in the description, I'll leave a link on uh, where to find it on our blog if you're interested mm -hmm. and that blog is at uh, www.sailingowen.com yeah yeah if you have any questions yeah yeah send us an email or if you're like Allen, hey you guys have you thought about this yeah maybe we forgot something <laughs> actually that might be more important seems like a long list we might have skipped stuff anyway for yeah. the purpose of this podcast but uh yeah yeah and so the only other thing is you know as we're sort of going through this wintering process if you listen to our previous, what did you call it? Short and explosive oh, <laughs> podcast podcast. about our new boat decision, our next boat decision. You know, it's constantly going through our mind right now as we're wintering the boat is, you know, okay, like, you know, are we going to try to sell the boat while we're like this winter or in the spring or, you know, what things would we want done if, if we were buying this boat before, you know, I bought the boat, um, meaning our boat you know if if someone were a buyer like what would you be looking for to make sure that everything was done properly so we're sort of living this weird mode and again it's not you know the boat our new boat won't our new new boat won't come until um 23 but time goes really quickly and um you know we're trying to also figure out the best way to find this boat a new loving home so Anyway, we're trying to really take care of it and stuff. It, it's just weird to think about, you know, the boat could actually be sold before we get back. Yeah, that's, that's, that's I've thought weird, about these. Like yeah. when you, today we went to town to buy a few, uh, few things, came back and I'm like, oh, that could be like one of the last dinghy rides, <laughs> you know, the, those thoughts. Are oh, starting, really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Also, that's so sad. Well, well, maybe it, not. It, yeah, yeah. Who knows who what knows? it will be? And um, it's, if we find, I don't know, I guess we haven't also fully decided, but yeah. if we find, and, and the buyer, what we talked about is obviously the buyer for this boat is somebody like us. So right. it's somebody who wants to, who's a liverboard or, or almost full-time liverboard, and who really want to do... The med. Well, well, want to start with the med, right. but want to do ocean crossing, right. want to do like, you know, potentially a circumnavigation. So the boat has been equipped. It's completely ready to go. For yeah. a couple, 
so everything is easy as a couple to do and and is ready to basically cross ocean i mean all right. the work has been done even requirements for the arc right uh, which is a rally you know uh, to cross the atlantic or other oceans so the boat is ready and and so that's the type of buyer um, that we think that w- would be interested because yeah. you know we we spent like a year to do all that stuff but as you guys know because you've been following this journey um anyway so it's just a weird kind of thoughts that come to our head some that are we're excited about and some that we're kind of sad about or melancholy about a mm-hmm. little bit you know it's like oh you know and maybe we'll be back in april yeah i mean hopefully for another season. <laughs> for, for we'd love to be another season at the same time you know i think if we were approached by someone who was really excited about the boat and wanted the boat and you know that that it would be a good opportunity so we'll see what happens um anyway so if you have any questions about wintering check out the uh checklist that we'll post on our blog or send us an email at sailingallen.com that's it Bomba. thank you for listening if you like this podcast please subscribe like or share with another covert castaway fair winds for now (laughs) 